This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hello. So this episode is really one for the Amazon sellers, if I'm honest, because um, if you sell your products on Amazon, you probably already know that there's a bit more to it than listing your product, sitting back and waiting for sales to come in. Um... Or possibly you don't know that, but there is so much that you can do to get the most from selling on Amazon, but most of us, let's face it, don't have the time day to day. So I wanted to record this episode um, over the summer months while it's a little bit quieter, so that if you find yourself with some extra time over this summer, um, there are some things that you could do to get the most from your Seller Central account selling on Amazon. Um, I know for lots of us, not all of us, summer can be a little bit of downtime and most of the things I'm suggesting are things that you could do in you know half an hour 20 minutes here and there when you've got a bit of time so the first thing I'm going to suggest that perhaps you take some time to do this summer is have a look at your reports so you've probably seen that there's a huge reporting section on Amazon and you know when did you last take a really good look at it as well as reviewing your sales, you can also see which of your products are the best sellers, which convert best, and which are perhaps moving a bit slower. Um, and remember that best selling products and best converting products might not be the same. So you might have products that convert really well, but aren't selling as many as you like. So that might be an indication that actually you need to do some work on getting more traffic to those listings, whether it's setting up ads or doing something free like reviewing your keywords or perhaps just including that product in your marketing emails, whatever it might be to drive some traffic to those products. The second thing I'm going to suggest you do is review your inventory. So if you're selling via FBA, that's fulfilled by Amazon, have a look at your inventory performance. So Amazon will highlight products where you have excess inventory, as well as those that are selling fast and need restocking. If you have excess inventory, which to be honest is probably more of a problem than products that are selling through quickly, make a plan now for how you're going to sell it through, or perhaps create a removal request to avoid getting potentially large storage fees. So things you can do to help sell through your stock include setting up deals or discounts, maybe you're going to have a sale price, maybe you're going to run some ads to it and as I said there's lots of free things you can do as well. I have a guide that I'm going to mention a bit later in this episode that's full of lots of ideas, most of them free of ways of driving traffic for your listing. 
And I should also say that if you need any help with any of this, so if you're thinking, where is the report section or how do I see my inventory health? Remember, you can always book in a power hour with me to help get it done together. You can do this via the link in my bio or you can go to vickyweinberg.com. So the third thing, this is a great time to review your listings and perhaps optimise them if needed. So things you could do include running your keyword research again and see if there are any new search terms that need including. You could review your text and your images to ensure that they're as good as possible. So take a look at the reviews you're getting for your product. Is there something that's highlighted a lot in reviews? Perhaps there's something that customers really like that isn't included somewhere in the body of your text and could you include that? Look at the questions customers are asking you. Are they asking questions about your product um, which highlight that actually all oh, that, that information isn't actually anywhere in the listing? Could you add that in? Updating your images and perhaps even just swapping out your main image can also be a great way to refresh your listing. This is also a really good time to have a look at what your competitors are doing and of course who they are because they may well have changed since the time you originally started selling on Amazon. So things may well have changed since you first set up your listing. So take a look at who your competition is now, um, view your pricing to make sure it still makes sense in line with the marketplace and see if you can find any inspiration for your own listings. And please, please know that I'm talking about inspiration here. So I'm not talking about copying. I just mean, let's say all of your competitors are using A plus content for your listings. And we'll talk about A plus content a bit later. This might be the time for you to do the same. Or perhaps all of your competitors have some really great graphics highlighting features of their products. And at the moment you're just using images. Maybe this is a good time to get some graphics made. I'm certainly not saying you need to be doing the same as everyone else, but it is good to know that where your product sits in the marketplace and just to ensure you're doing all you can to help your product to stand out. So the fourth thing I'm going to suggest you do is to check your account health. So account gives a breakdown of your listings and shows any issues that are highlighted by customers. So this could be a simple something missing for your listing, as we spoke about earlier. You know, is the size information on there or the fabric or, or something else? Or perhaps it means updating some text that's perhaps been misunderstood. So perhaps a customer's or multiple customers have misread something and they don't have a clear idea about what you're offering, that's something you can go and fix. Or perhaps your text is simply slightly out of date. Uh, maybe you've changed your packaging, for example, um, and the listing hasn't been updated to reflect that. So it might be something really small. Um, these aren't always flagged, so it's worth checking this every month or two anyway to stay on top of it. And it's just a way of ensuring that your listings are always as good as they could be. So the fifth thing I suggest you do is review your Amazon advertising because if you're running sponsored products, ads on Amazon, whatever type of ads they are, it can be really tempting to set and forget them, but please don't do this. Your ads need reviewing and tweaking regularly, daily if you can manage it, or at least a few times a week minimum to get the most out of them. Oh, to be honest, even once a week, if you're thinking, gosh, I haven't got time a few times a week, um, once a week is fine, but please don't just set them and, you know, hope that the sales are coming in even if historically your ads have done really well for you things can and do change so at the moment for example I'm recording this podcast at the beginning of July and lots of my clients are finding that their bids are going up so therefore spends going up so their return isn't as good a lot of things can and do change so please do keep an eye on them Things I suggest you do now over this summer is run reports for your advertising and then use them to optimise any campaigns you have running. 
So the main things that I do here is to look at where the money for each campaign is going. So which are the most expensive keywords in my campaign or ASINs if you're targeting competitors and to add anything that's cost money but isn't generating sales into negative keywords. I have a blog post that goes into optimising your campaigns in a bit more detail and of course that will be linked in the show notes. It also could be a good time to pause any campaigns that aren't doing well for you. Just basically have an, over, you know, have an overall check and see how they're doing and whether you're getting the returns that you want. This could also be a great time to experiment with trialing new type of ads, so using video for example, driving traffic to your storefront rather than your product listings. Um, in lots and lots of niches, sales do go down over the summer months. Um, there will still be people advertising their products, of course, there always are, but perhaps there won't be the same volume of competitors um, using Amazon advertising, which might mean that it's a slightly cheaper time to try doing some ads. And my last suggestion is to think about what you've wanted to do but haven't got around to. So let's say you haven't yet applied for Amazon's brand registry, or maybe you have done that, but you're yet to set up your storefront or you're yet to set up any A-plus listings. There is a lot you could be doing to help drive sales. Um, if you're not sure what brand registry is, so in short, if your brand has a pending or registering trademark in the country in which you wish to enroll, you can apply. Um, brand registry is free and it gives you access to some features on Amazon that are only available to brand register sellers, such as A plus content and Amazon store, which I've just touched on. You also get more advertising options and better protection for your brand on Amazon. Personally, I think because it's free, if you have a pending or registered trademark, it's worth doing um, it does mean filling out a few forms does take a little bit of time which is why you may not have got round to it but you know if you've got a little bit of time 20 minutes maybe this could be a good time to do it if you already have brand registry in place um, I suggest trying the following so first of all set up some a plus content um, I'm sure you know what a plus content is but just in case this is additional text, images, infographics towards the bottom of the product listing. So where we used to have just a standard text description, now you can have a much nicer description with all kinds of features in there. You can have comparisons if you sell different products. You can have set up comparison charts. Um, you can do lots more and I think it's definitely worth doing. I would also say if you set up your A plus content a while ago, so let's say a couple of years ago even because it has been around that long um this might also be a good time to review what does it look like and can as i touched on earlier with the listings can i make it look any better um because it's easy because you know possibly you put quite a lot of time into that when you did it and it probably looked really good but if you've refreshed your images since you might have refreshed your main product images but have you refreshed refreshed your a plus um also the templates for A-plus content have changed slightly, so it might be that now there's a better way of displaying your product information. So this is definitely worth taking a look at. And then also, if you have the brand registry and you haven't already, you could set up an Amazon storefront. Um, so um, again, I'm, I'm sure you know what this is, but just in case, so a storefront is a place where you can build up brand awareness by sharing more about your brand and your products and you can have everything in one place. It's almost like a mini website that's on Amazon. Um, and you can set, they have, you can have multiple pages. Um, it is just like a mini website. And what this means is when a customer clicks on the brand name in your listing, so they go to your product listing, 
they like the look of you, they want to find out more about your brand, they click on your brand name and they get taken to your store. So it's definitely, again, it's free, so it's definitely worth having. Um, you can also add video to a store, which I think is a great way to demonstrate how your product works for certain products. I, some of you might be able to add videos to your listings. Not everyone has the ability to add videos to their product listings. So if you don't, having it on a store is a great solution. I definitely think it's worth taking the time to set a store up. And, and equally, as I mentioned earlier with the listings, if you already have an Amazon store, it could be a good time to review it. Have you got new products that aren't on there, for example, or have you removed product lines? Um, just worth taking a look and just, even if it's five minutes, making sure that everything is up to date. And some other things you might look at. So you've got a bit of time this summer, you might look at Amazon Vine, which is a great way to get reviews. You might look at setting up and save if you have a consumable product so this is where a customer says yes I want to receive this product every month three months whatever the typical frequency is and they get a little bit of a discount and you obviously get those regular sales coming you might want to run some deals and discounts and promotions you might even want to think about selling your product in other marketplaces um, I guess I should do an episode just on this at some point, but now you can use what's called the European Fulfillment Network. You don't actually have to physically send your stock into Europe. Um, so for lots of us who maybe stopped selling in Europe due to Brexit, um, that option is now opening up again, and that might be worth at least looking into, finding out more about. And yeah, and finally, I'm going to add that if one of your goals this summer is to improve your Amazon sales, I did record an episode all about things you can do to get more sales on Amazon or indeed any other marketplace. That was episode 111. And of course, I will link to that in the show notes as always. Um, and the final thing I'm going to leave you with is that if your Amazon sales aren't where you'd like them to be or expect them to be, or perhaps you just like some suggestions of things you can do to improve or maximize your sales, you can actually book in a full Amazon audit with me. So I look at all the areas I've mentioned above, um, although in a lot more detail. And what you end up with is a checklist of recommendations for you to take forward. So you literally end up with a tick list of all the things that I recommend you do to improve your Amazon sales. And you can just work through these at your own pace, or you can work with me to get some of them completed, depending on what you want to do. And again, I'm going to link to this in the show notes. So I know this was a really quick quick episode. Um, I'm well aware of a few things. One is that it's not going to appeal to all of you because uh, I know not everyone sells on Amazon or wants to sell on Amazon. I wanted to make this episode really short and really actionable. So you've got lots of things you can go away and do, you know, you might spend 15 minutes listening to this, but you can spend that same block of time on just getting a few key tasks done that will really help your account going forward. As always, if you need any help, you can find me at vickyweinberg.com, V-I-C-K-I-W-E-I-N-B-E-R-G.com and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for listening right to the end of this episode. Do remember that you can get the full back catalogue and lots of free resources on my website, vickyweinberg.com. Please do remember to rate and review this episode if you've enjoyed it and also share it with a friend who you think might find it useful. Thank you again and see you next week. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. 
So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven-day trial with Captivate.